Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Elaine Cha. It's been such a busy news week. The St. Louis sheriff was accused of demoting an employee because he didn't support him politically. The ACLU is challenging a law that resulted in hundreds of books being removed from school libraries last summer. And a bear escaped its habitat at the St. Louis Zoo for the second time this month. The biggest story this week, however, is the ongoing controversy embroiling St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. Last weekend, Janae Edmondson, a 17-year-old girl from Tennessee, was visiting St. Louis for a volleyball tournament. She was walking downtown when 21-year-old Daniel Riley sped through a yield sign and caused a crash that resulted in the amputation of both of Janae's legs. Daniel Riley was out on bond but had violated its conditions dozens of times. There's no indication in public court records that Gardner filed a motion to revoke his bond. She said the request was made orally as is normal practice. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey is attempting to remove Gardner through a legal procedure. This is not about politics. This is about the rule of law and justice. Prosecutors are charged with holding wrongdoers accountable under the criminal code. Prosecutors who failed to do that aren't doing their job. Kim Gardner said yesterday that she is not resigning. Attorney General, as others, use this tragic happening to this young lady as a political stunt of an unelected individual to stop the voice of the people in the city of St. Louis. Joining us now to get us up to speed is Rachel Lippman, our city politics and criminal justice reporter. Rachel, welcome. Pleasure to be on, Elaine. Well, there's been a great deal happening both slowly and very quickly around this situation. Let's take it back a couple of days ago when Mayor Tashara Jones said that Kim Gardner has, quote, lost the trust of the people. What people are we talking about here, Rachel? I don't want to get too far into Mayor Jones's head, of course, but the most logical explanation there would be the residents of the city of St. Louis and then more broadly, the people who come to the city of St. Louis and expect to be able to walk around downtown during volleyball tournaments, conferences, or even just, you know, on their own personal time and remain safe. Mm -hmm. And what do you make of that? It has been interesting to me that this tragedy involving Janae Edmondson was the catalyst that uh, drove both Mayor Jones and Board President Megan Green, who are ideologically aligned with Circuit Attorney Gardner on many criminal justice issues, that this was the incident that drove them to say, you know, hey, this office may not be operating in the way that it needs to. They are not as directly critical of her policies as many in Jefferson City are, but there was certainly an element of you have no, the, you are not demonstrating the ability to handle your office correctly. Mm-hmm. And weren't Jones and Gardner political allies? I mean, you've just mentioned 
Whether they're political allies in terms of they have the support of the same factions is unclear, but certainly ideologically they are aligned on issues such as criminal justice, reforming public safety, those elements. Uh, they have their own bases of support within the city, but they are definitely ideological allies on the issues. Mm-hmm. And then when you say they both have their bases, those bases are not necessarily the same ones. You'd have to look a little bit deeper at the numbers, certainly, to see whether or not they're drawing from the same areas of the city. Simply, they are ideologically aligned on issues. Okay. Now, a big part of our next legal roundtable, which is this coming Tuesday, is going to be about how pretrial release works or should work. Um, Do we know with certainty whether it was Kim Gardner's responsibility or the judge's responsibility to revoke bond? Unclear at this moment. The judge would make the initial decision on bond based on requests from both the prosecutor and the defense attorneys. There has been some controversy along the lines of whether the prosecuting attorney objected to certain conditions of the bond. In a timeline that she provided in a statement released earlier this week, Gardner indicated that in August 10th of last year, uh, Ms. Daniel Riley, the suspect in this case, was released on personal recognizance and GPS against the state's wishes. How However, the 22nd Circuit last night provided court transcripts of that hearing, and in which case you have the judge saying there is agreement to release on GPS. Mm -hmm. Court records do indicate in Mr. Riley's cases that there were multiple violations of GPS being uh, dist- not charged, that he had left the boundaries set out for him. What Gardner's office's responsibility in this case would have been would be to officially ask for bond to be revoked. And this is where you get into the question of, did she make these motions orally to the judge? Should she have submitted it in writing? Mm -hmm. Now, the legal procedure that Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey is using to try to remove Gardner from office is called the quo warranto. What does that mean, Rachel? In Latin, it literally means by what authority, and it is a challenge to the authority of the office holder it's being used against to hold that office. Generally in Missouri, it's more often used because this individual has done something they are legally not supposed to. Nepotism, being a felon in office, those kind of things. It's meant to be for lawful and or uh, uh, unwillingly uh, willingly not performing your job. What is unusual about Gardner's case is the demonstration of knowingly or willfully not doing your job. It's not a rare motion, but it is certainly, it is a rare motion. It has been filed before, but not often in this way where there isn't direct wrongdoing such as nepotism. Mm -hmm. And how is that going to play out? Like, do you have any any sense of, of what the timeline will be to getting to the next point? Not of the timeline. We do know that the 22nd Circuit judges, the entire bench last night in a motion, recused themselves saying, we may be called to testify. We also see Miss Gardner's attorneys in front of us every day, and therefore we are, the entire bench is stepping down. That happens more often in smaller counties or circuits, uh, not necessarily in the city of St. Louis because it's such a big bench, but I certainly wasn't surprised that this was done. Mm -hmm. That means a special judge from outside of the city of St. Louis, it could be St. Louis County or anywhere else in the state, will be appointed to hear this case. And then it will proceed somewhat like a trial. The attorney general will present his evidence. Ms. Gardner will be able to defend herself. Whatever judge is appointed will make a ruling. And as in court cases, 
uh, outside of this procedure, it can be appealed. Mm-hmm. Now, is there going to be anything that you'll be looking out for as all of this plays out? I will be looking for how the attorney general demonstrates this knowingly and willfully avoided doing her job. The other case that I'm familiar with in which this was used against a prosecutor was in southern Missouri in Dent County. And this was a prosecutor who very clearly told commissioners in this county, I will not be filing these cases unless you give me a budget boost. A very clear, direct, I will not do this, lawfully, willingly, knowingly not doing her job. I will say that the the what Mr. Bailey filed yesterday did not seem to have that knowing, willful point in there. Mm-hmm. Now, if Gardner is removed, what happens? It will be up to Governor Mike Parson to appoint her replacement. That replacement would serve through the rest of Ms. Gardner's term, which will end in 2024. It is unlikely if he appoints somebody from the Republican Party that that individual would serve longer than just the rest of Ms. Gardner's term because the city is so heavily Democratic. Mm -hmm. And if that does happen, Gardner can appeal too. Is that right? I mean, if if the – yes, it is likely if the – judge rules that she should be ousted, that she would go through and exercise her rights to appeal. She would have the right to do that. If the Supreme Court comes down and says, we agree that this quo warranto motion is in order, then she would not have an appeal after the Missouri Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, though, it is the voters who will hold Gardner accountable. And she has been reelected. She's in, in a position because people have voted her into it. Yes, certainly. She has been voted into office twice now and by wide margins, relatively wide margins in the Democratic primaries. That is the argument she has been making is that if voters believe that I am doing a bad job, that they can hold me accountable at the ballot box. Well, I'm sure that we'll be checking in with you again as you continue your coverage. Rachel Lipman is St. Louis Public Radio's city politics and criminal justice reporter. Today's episode was produced by Alex Hoyer with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, 
committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.